Hello and welcome to the Teenagers in America podcast. I'm your host, Reagan, joined by co-hosts John and Aiden. And today we're going to be talking about diligence and boldness and what that means and how we can shine our light to others through the way we act and talk. So our verse today is coming from Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill uh, cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that may so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So what are your guys' first thoughts on this topic? All right, well, I think when um, I first think of boldness uh, specifically, I think that I... I think anyone really, when you tend to think of the word boldness, um, especially for me, I think of um, sharing the gospel with other people, and um, I think that when when it takes a lot of boldness to do so, to share the gospel with with other people, um, because in in any situation where you do so, um, you're normally sharing with an unbeliever, obviously. So uh, the reaction that they have could be, you know, they could really dislike it. They could, you know, um, try to. It, it could be really awkward. It could also be, um, it could also be really um, easygoing, and they could be willing to listen and everything, and the Lord could work it out that way. Or it could be rough. Either way, um, it takes a lot of boldness to do so. Um, and actually, I have a verse from Second Timothy, uh, one seven, that says, "For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control." So, I think that. You know, looking at that verse, um, as as believers, in, as people in general, um, there is going to be fear of things. You know, that we're going to, and I, I know for me, when in the past, when I've had an opportunity to share the gospel with someone, it has been, it, there, had, there is a lot of fear that builds up because you don't know, um, like I said before, what's going to happen. Also, it, it can be really easy to... to to become really nervous and, and scared, and then you end up forgetting things, and you worry about, you know, am I going to say the right things? And um, it, it it can be a lot of you know stress on you as a believer. But obviously, I think that as time goes on and you do it more and more, it becomes um, natural. So it's not necessarily um, so nerve wracking, and and uh, it is kind of um, makes you scared. But in the beginning, especially as us as teenagers and and young adults, it really can be scary because, you know, normally it's our first times, first couple of times doing it is rough, um, but it takes, like I said, a lot of boldness, and that's, um, it, and so I, I really think that for us as believers, although, you know, there is that factor of fear in doing so, um, I think that we should really capitalize on having the ability to share the gospel freely, especially in America, for um, and that where us three live, um, you know, there it's freedom to share the gospel anywhere, anytime, and really, unless the people that you're talking to shut you down, you have the freedom to do so. So, um, I think that a, a key thing to do is to pray about it, that the Lord will help you, and to to be more bold in, in approaching it. And I think that another an example of this for me when I look at um, sharing the gospel, I think of um, usually missionaries because you know sometimes on, on Sunday mornings our uh, we are at our church, um, a missionary will be there and he'll share the um, he or she will share kind of the, the the background of their their mission work and stuff and what they do and where they they do their mission work at and it it kind of allows you to see um, how dangerous it really is uh, for a lot of missionaries 
that travel across the world and go to you know different countries because you know the teaching of, of the gospel and Christianity is banned and it's it's and if you teach it you can be killed easily for it and so the fact that these guys are willing to do it they it shows how bold they really are and the Lord has worked in them given them the courage and the boldness to do so and so for me when I look at um, when I am in a situation where I could give the gospel and the fear comes up, I think that, you know, only, not only praying in the moment, like, you know, Lord, give me uh, the strength and the boldness to do this, but at the same time, um, also remembering the missionaries that go and, uh, you know, risk their lives um, and risk everything, you know, that they may not be able to see their families again. They may not be able to do this and that. And they may be put in jail for the rest of their life or, or killed for you know what they believe in that they're sharing it that they have the bonus to do so so that's what i typically think of um when i do it and uh when i share the gospel and it helps kind of you know bring you uh at peace kind of sort of i guess in a way because you see you know that there are other people doing this that are in a lot dangerous a lot more dangerous uh situation than i am um so even if the person that i'm talking to does kind of reject me um, still, I did what I'm supposed to do. Um, and so, yeah, and I also should clarify that just because you're not, uh, you know, going across the world and, you know, not and sharing the gospel doesn't make or mean that you're not, um, you know, it's not, you're not nearly as important. Um, we are all called to share the gospel. So it could be anywhere. It could be just at your, you know, your local school or library or anything. Or just a family member. You're still um, working and doing what Christ called us to do, and that is to go make disciples. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, I agree uh, totally with what Aiden was saying about um, making disciples and how it takes a lot of boldness to do it um, because they could reject you, they could. Uh, not take it, um, but they could also see hear what you're saying, and you could and they could become Christians, and they could come back to you and say thank you for what you've done, or you could never know what happened uh, if they did become Christians or they just rejected what you're saying. But it's important just to follow what God was saying, which uh, what God is saying to be a light to the world and make um, disciples out of men, uh, and He's, he's he calls us as Christians to. Um, make as many disciples as we can because um, we know there's as Christians we know there's um, eternity and that uh, being Christian and non-Christian is very important towards that eternity and do we want as many people to spend eternity with Christ as we can so it's it shows it's and it's it's helpful to dive into the Bible so you have backing and then finding a way to incorporate that to the person's life so it resonates well with them and uh, and also as I was saying about the missionaries and stuff and how they have to like, risk their lives and everything. It puts into perspective that year in America that it's not outlawed, the Bible is not outlawed. And the worst thing they can have to you is rejection. And that can hurt and that can make it uh, harder for you to do it to, for other people and stuff. But it's a uh, uh, very spiritual, well, it's a very important thing to do for the Christian faith. Um, and it's something that God calls you to do. Um, so it's something that we have to take to heart and figure out the way to do it, uh, no matter where you are, um, and try to find maybe one person. Because if you are do 
uh, be able to convert a person and you figure out that that happened, it's it's um, it's a very uh, it's a good feeling that you were able to do that. And it not only blesses them, but it blesses you and it also blesses them. So it just helps both. Yeah, of you, you guys are totally right. Time. I think that uh, when you talk about boldness, I think like you guys said, it directly corresponds to sharing and, and evangelizing because that's what God has called us to do. That's like we are ambassadors on earth for heaven. It's like the equivalent of, of um, an ambassador to another country. They're, they're what that country sees of another country through that ambassador because that's the only representative of that country um, in that foreign country. So if we think about that, we are the only representation of Christ still on the earth since the ascension. So we need to be be bold because if we're if we're scared and um, nervous, like those are things that we need to work through so that we can still f- perform our job and still um, spread the gospel because that is our number one job and really really important. And I think that maybe as well as fear, I think even in America, especially like we look at we look at missionaries around the world and you see their bravery and their courage. I think that America. We've grown too uh, relaxed in our in our being bold and going out and actually saying things. We 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 uh, are allowing a lot of tolerance in a lot of different areas um, as a collective uh, of the American church, and I think that that's doing our doing um, Christ a big and Christ and the people were doing the wrong thing by everybody there by relaxing our views and relaxing our boldness because we're um, first just disobeying what God said to do as we're looking at in these verses and throughout the entire Bible to be bold to go and speak um, the gospel and the Bible to all the nations and make disciples of all the nations and we're doing a disservice to all the people because if we're Christians that like we need to be trying to get them to heaven because they're going to be going um, to the worst place ever the place without God that would be hell if we don't say anything to them a lot of people don't even know so we're doing completely wrong thing by all all groups in this in this way of being too relaxed so I think that being bold evangelizing and trusting God that whatever happens like we talked about last time in the last episode trust that really ties in well with being bold and evangelizing because we have to take those first steps, be bold, take those steps, evangelize and then trust God with whatever happens whatever happens to us not being afraid of um, government, not being afraid of what people think about you, not being afraid of anything, because ultimately, like we talked about in the trust episode, God controls everything. He controls the fate of you and the other people that are around you. So having that knowledge, that I think that really pushes us forward to be able to be bold, be ambassadors for Christ, and um, really do our job that He has detailed for us in the Bible that we're supposed to do as Christians. Yeah, and I agree 100% with you, um, especially when you're talking about um, kind of becoming relaxed and, and laying back and you're not really, I guess, you know, being so concerned about sharing the gospel. Because I feel like in America especially, and I know that we're using the example of America a lot, and I know that there's nothing against anyone who's listening that's not in America. It's just the reality that, you know, we, um, all, us three live in America, so we see that more than anywhere else, or we see what happens in America more than anywhere else. But, um, Specifically here in America, it is. I I think and this isn't for every single Christian that exists, but um, I feel like a lot of us become 
easily relaxed, like Reagan was saying, and, and kind of laid back about it, about sharing the gospel uh, specifically. So there's no real need to be bold because we're not really doing, um, we're not really, I guess, um, sharing the gospel much. It's just kind of like a, you know, and pretty much um, it becomes a laid back thing where we just end up becoming so, I guess, I, I don't really know how to describe it fully. It, uh, my, my point is, is that it becomes a, a point in time where we just really don't share the gospel much. You know, we, we become kind of, uh, like like Reagan was saying, and just kind of relaxed and laid back about it. And um, and it, it is disobeying um, what Christ has, has called us to do and, and his command to us to go make disciples because it's easy to kind of just lay back about it and be, you know, and not really be concerned. Um, and we become kind of so used to, like, almost almost like a, a normal routine for us where we, you know, see people daily, but we really don't take opportunities to, to, to talk to them and to really engage with them and get to know them and share the gospel with them. I mean, I can't really go and, and tell you from the last week how many people I've seen that I could have shared the gospel with, but I really didn't. You know, and it's like how many people did I, I, I didn't even, you know, attempt to share the gospel with them. I didn't attempt to do anything. And if I would have, you know, what would have really happened? You know, maybe I would have been, you know, I would have watered the seed or planted the seed and the Lord would have, you know, um, obviously worked in them. Maybe he wouldn't have, but if he would have, that could have, um, me watering the seed um, could have helped them and the Lord could have saved them. And obviously it doesn't put credit on me, you know, because the Lord's doing ultimately, but I could have, like I said, hope water it. But, you know, unless we do something, that's not possible. And so, you know, it, it's easy to become just used to a routine where, you know, you're in, you do your daily thing you need to do in your daily life. You know, you see many people, you maybe even talk to a lot of people, but you really don't say anything. The idea of Christianity doesn't really come up. And um, it's easy to do that. It is completely easy to just fall into this, just, you know, kind of almost forgetting to share the gospel. You know, it's not really a, a deal, big deal. And it is a concern because if it's not a big deal, then that really, I guess, so shows our hearts as as believers, professing Christians who, you know, um, aren't really, you know, sharing what they profess to believe. That is that is a concern. Um, and so I think that it's ultimately up to us, like Reagan was saying, we are, you know, if it is not us sharing the gospel as professing Christians, then who will? And the answer is no one. And so, it, um, and, you know, this all comes back to, once again, being bold. If we're not, you know, praying about, you know, that the Lord will give us opportunities to share the gospel, if we're not, you know, um, praying that he will give us the boldness to do so, so that it becomes easier for us to, for us to do it, then, that's less and less people every single day that aren't hearing about the truth. And that's our ultimate goal. And um, I've heard this kind of the saying with people and kind of like uh, that finding, um, for example, I heard this in the National Geographic about they found a new uh, species of animal and they were like, you know, um, I don't really have to, you know, prove to people that they exist anymore or that, that, that this creature exists. It's, you know, because it's always been up in the air about it. But more or less now it's finding out more about the creature, learning more about the species and what they do. And for us as believers, it's kind of the same thing. We we have been saved from our from our sin. We know that Christ died for our sins. And so now it's not 
um, a matter of of being like, oh, you know, let's go around and it is a matter of now, you know, going around and sharing um, the gospel to everyone. And, um, you know, so like the saying, I guess that saying that kind of correlated kind of came to mind because, you know, we know it's true. You know, we know that the, that the, the gospel is true. So it is our duty to go and share it with everyone else. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, and like you said, going and sharing it with everybody else because it's like an amazing thing. Like when we've been enlightened to it, when we've been given the Holy Spirit, it's a it's an amazing gift, and we should want to go and share that gift um, to other people. And I think, like you said, it is very concerning when um, we see like, and this doesn't apply to everybody across the board, but I especially see like just in my circle of influence and where I live that people our age don't really take it seriously, and it's not a big deal. Um, being bold if you're Christian, like, if people, it doesn't even matter if they know you're a Christian, like, so that's that's a really big deal. People should know by looking at you that you're a Christian, because you know, you know brothers and sisters in Christ by their fruit, um, by the fruits of the Spirit, which are in Galatians. We should see um, things happening in a person's life and to, to know that they are a Christian if we don't even if people don't even know that there's at least something different about you and your friend group, then what's the point of calling yourself a Christian if you're not going to actually go out and say you are, do things, um, and profess your faith? Like, even as uh, people our age are all going, getting ready to go to college, perhaps, graduating high school, going on to get a job, people should know in everything you do that you're a Christian and you should be doing everything for the glory of God and I think that somehow gets lost, like we need to go get a job so I can make money, so I can do, so I can go buy things. But it's really, you want to, in your workplace, even in sometimes your job is something where you have a direct influence on people, or you have a big influence, something in some creative field or something like that, where you have a following or something, you need to be able to be bold and tell as many people as you can um, that you are a Christian and that you are that it that is a great thing that you want to profess this to them and help point them to Christ. And I think that, yeah, like you said, it's very concerning, especially like in America, like Aiden was talking about, that's where we are. So this, we see it the most here. But growing so relaxed, not being so bold, not knowing if people are Christians, I think then we're eventually going to see more and more oppression of Christianity so that it becomes completely irrelevant as we see in America. There's a lot of um, resistance, um, sometimes in government, sometimes in, um, the stars of, um, movies and, um, all that culture there, it's getting pushed out, pushed away, and if we're not going to step up and be bold now, it may be in the next years that we are more oppressed than we were now, so we need to take, um, this time to be more bold and, um, start lighting that fire up again and really, making it known that the Christians aren't going to be tolerant. We're not going to just be some club where you call yourself a Christian and, you know, you somehow get the benefits of heaven and get to do whatever you want and not actually do what the Bible says, because then it's not really Christianity. It's some kind of other religion, and it shouldn't be called Christianity when it's when it's not. So, um, yeah, we just we really need to focus on being bold and it, Sounds maybe harsh, but I think it's really we're in a uh, time where it really needs to be pushed and it needs to be 
recognize uh, this importance. And uh, as you were saying, uh, that we need to be bold and we need to uh, to uh, spread the gospel and don't be tolerant. And people that in the Bible says that if you don't live it out to the very end and you don't give God everything and you don't live for him for the very end, you'll be counted, even if you're a Christian, you'll be counted least in heaven. But if you're, or among the least, but if you're, if you work to God and you, uh, you stay to the very end and you run the race the best you can, then you'll be regarded higher in the kingdom of heaven. And it's just, it's important to realize that you don't get to just become a Christian and then get heaven and then you don't have to work at it at all. Because then you can fall into the same traps as a non-Christian because you can uh, squander what the Holy Spirit's talking to you about and you will be able to hear it and then you will, and then you'll just look like everyone else. So it's important to be surrounding yourself with Christian friends and talk to many non-believers as you can. And that helps you live for God a day and a day and in and day out. And that's a really important thing to uh, kind of remember. Yes. And, and um, something I want to clarify about what I said earlier was when I talked about that whole the quote that I heard from National Geographic about, um, uh, you know, about them finding about a species, uh, a new species of, of, of um, animals that existed. And they were like, you know, now we don't, and it's not a matter of us um, trying to make everyone else believe that it exists, but more or less finding out more about the species. And I just, and I, I, I said that earlier, I didn't really clarify what I meant by that 100%. Um, the difference between what they were saying in the quote that I brought up from them and how we should apply that as Christians is we should go out and share the gospel. It's, it is a matter of us going out and making sure everyone knows about it and, and not more or less proving to them that that, that, Christian, that that Christ did walk the earth, that he did die, because that's not—we can't do that. It's up to the Lord himself to work in their hearts. But it is doing that. And also, as they said in the quote, learning more about the species, we apply that as, as Christianity or as Christians— um, professing to believe um, in Christianity is that we want to learn more uh, about the, the scripture and grow in it, just as they were talking about with the new species of creatures that they found. You know, it's them wanting to learn more about it, wanting to find out more about it, wanting to become, you know, kind of more intact with the creatures that they found. It's the same way with us in, in Christianity that we want to become more um, more like Christ and, and grow and read the Bible daily and and um, it can be hard to do but as Reagan and John were both pointing out that um, it is you know we we want to be no we people need people want um, people should see Christ in us or, or uh, we should see Christ um, when they see us as believers obviously because of sin we are nothing like him but it's the doctrine of sanctification becoming more like him that we, you know, uh, daily reading um, and spending time reading and in prayer, um, it is is key to do so so that we can become more like Christ. Um, obviously, we'll never reach the, uh, the peak of perfection by any means, but um, and is growing and conforming uh, to the things that Scripture has laid out for us and. Um, I, and like Reagan was talking about, in our, in our, I feel like in our culture today, it becomes, it really becomes, it has become so filled with false teachers and people just, like Reagan and, and John were pointing out, that it's, it's just like, oh, you're, I'm a, I'm a Christian, 
but I look just like everyone else. You know, there's no difference between me and um, as a professing believer and everyone else who, who doesn't profess to believe at all. And it that's 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 very concerning. I mean, if you can't tell the difference, that's there's a problem. You know, there definitely is a problem. And and so with false teachers nowadays, you you know you have so many pastors that proclaim to be you know Christians and people believe it, but it's like when you look at what they teach, it hasn't. It is really not about Christianity, and, and it's not about um, them teaching the gospel. It's about the money. It's, it's about the fame. It's about how popular they can become. And with that, and they, they take Christianity as kind of like a, and the teachings of the scriptures as kind of like a leeway to get, you know, money and to become famous and to, you know, become popular so that they, you know, can achieve their goals and, you know, building a mansion and having a, you know, private airplane. I mean, you see so many false teachers, you know, with all these possessions and stuff in it. And they basically become motivational speakers, and people believe it. It's like, you know, when you see these people, they present themselves just like the world. You know, there are some people in the world that are all about money and for you know and fame, and and so you know, it's it really is a big deal for us as Reagan and John were pointing out to to be bold and to share what we believe and to not conform to the world. Yeah, I definitely agree with what both of you were saying, and um, I want to challenge you guys um, as we're wrapping up this episode to um, really be aware of the, the, the need to be bold and to show your fruits as a Christian and to stand apart from other people and make sure that you are um, doing your reading, trusting God, praying, some things we talked about in this season to really... Um, prepare yourself for the for the battle ahead that is um, evangelizing and whatever your life has um, in store for these next years. Um, so I want to encourage y'all to be also praying for um, Christians um, around the world like we talk about missionaries and then those listeners that are um, from other parts of the world that you would be praying for um, the nation that we are in and the struggles that um, uh, other nations are having as well. So thank you for listening to this podcast and please be on the lookout for future episodes.